Uh, try to join the. Uh, can you hear me? Give me, give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. Oh yeah. Okay, let's go. Wait. Say something. All right. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. Now I can hear you. All right. This is good. This I can is... hear you now. You yeah. We had to. We had to work out everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right, the mic, the mic sounds nice. Yeah, I know it does. I agree, and you could see it. I, I kind of wanted to put it in there because some people may not like to see it, but like, I kind of felt like aesthetically having it in there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're both rocking the jerseys. Rocking the jerseys, the Brian Delaney jersey. It's the one fifty. I, I like the one fifty. Brian yeah, Delaney. It's, it's a little say, sideways, but you know. Yeah, and he, he essentially won the UVA game. Not essentially, but, like, if he had made that clutch 49-yard field goal, that UVA has not had a 50-yard-plus kicker, really, ever. Or not oh, – yeah. I, I couldn't Best say forever, but this year. not definitely not. Although, their freshman, Will Betridge, like he, did, he, he did make a 48-yarder last week. Is he a five-star? No, he's a three – no kicker's above a three-star, but he's, like, the fourth-best kicker in the country. Okay, because – uh, David told me he was a five star for some reason. There's no five star for in terms of a kicker. Technically, he's like a, like a blue he's chip. He's like a kicker. five star kicker. He's know? a five star kicker, not a five star player. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, and I'm rocking the McCaffrey jersey, which the McCaffrey jersey might not be uh, very long lived after. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after that trading, uh, and uh, my jersey, I think I ordered this in like September, late September. Finally came in like yesterday. It was pretty clutch. Yeah, well, when you do order it from like some random Chinese place, it's gonna. Yeah, not... yeah, yeah. It was yeah, straight but... from China. Yeah, but as you may have seen on the thing, we are starting off with some uh, thir- or Monday night football, not Thursday night football. We're used to talking about Thursday night football. Some Monday night football for about five to ten minutes, and then we'll move into college football, especially the Tennessee-Alabama game, taking down the goalpost, asking for new ones. I don't even know if they took them out the stadium, if that was even possible, but. Uh, did they take him out the stadium? They did, and they threw it at the Tennessee River. Okay, I don't. Is that confirmed though? That is confirmed. I watched a video on it. You watched a video on it. Okay, how'd they get it out the stadium? I don't know. <laughs> Not only how did they get it out the stadium with all the doors and stuff that they had to would have had to get through. How'd they get it through the mob of the people? You know, you know, it was funny. So there were pictures of there were obviously pictures of people. Um, like carrying the goalposts out of the stadium, but there were also some pictures of in the background of these pictures. There was this guy, and he was just while everybody else was celebrating, smoking cigars, he was just <laughs> ripping out the turf in the end zone, like like going crazy, ripping out all that <laughs> turf. And he, I see this video, and he ends up selling it on eBay, starting at sixty nine cents a piece. Do you know what it ended for? What do you know? Do you, do like, do you know what? Do you know what the ending bid was? Like, what it sold for? I have no idea because I think it just started yesterday. Do you, Do you or were you just asking? No, I was just asking. I have no idea. I just yeah. Until you told me that today, I did not. I didn't hear that. But yeah, so we got college football, and then we have some more college football, centering it around the Tennessee game. But um, and then after that, we'll talk about whatever more that comes up if there's some sort of breaking news or whatever. But not maybe not an hour long episode today, but uh, we still got plenty. Right. To go off of and so Evan if you want to start with Monday Night Football uh what were your thoughts initially from that you know um I'm gonna be honest here I only watched the first half but I did look into this game after or this morning and you know it, it was another it was another slugfest I feel like 
and I feel like every, the Broncos always drag who they're playing into that, you know, yeah. low-scoring game type situation. And, you know, it was it was a good – like, considering uh, how the Broncos have been doing as of late, they had a pretty good first half in terms of points. And yeah. And they, they had a, they, they played good defense too. Yeah, and they had they had that guy I forget his name it was like Osichi or whatever the new guy playing his first game in the NFL. He got a touchdown oh, in the right. first half. And if you're right. and if you're into stats like that, there were, uh, Russell Wilson was nine of nine or ten of ten at the beginning of the game to like nine different receivers or whatever, which I thought was pretty cool. And I mean, it has to be. I don't really know what his final stat. Did he throw any picks in that game? Um, he Russell Wilson. Or- yeah. Oh my god. Stop shaking your camera uh, so much. What he, are you doing? He did, not, he did not throw a pick in the game. He did not throw a pick. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, that, that has to be kind of a confidence boosting game. Even if he only threw like one or two touchdowns, it's still like no, no interceptions, a slightly better offensive performance. Not good, but slightly better. And uh, just some, something that kind of I feel like they can take away from it. They did lose. I mean, not a great, really not a great game overall. And I want to know who's choosing these primetime games because, first of all, why I get I mean the Eagles should have been on primetime. They're five and oh, I get that. But you also have the Chiefs and the Bills rematch. And then the Broncos have already been on primetime four times. I don't know what they're doing on primetime still. Four times and and last week you had the the Colts and the Broncos again and then you had the right. what 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 are they called? The who was on last Thursday? Who was last Thursday? Was it uh Bears? Oh, it was the Bears and the Commanders. That's right. Right. Yeah, no, that was terrible, man. That was. It's just I. I don't know who's choosing these games. Might as well put the Panthers on them next. Um. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, adding on to a little bit of what you said about the confidence booster for Russell Wilson, you know, I feel like that it was a better performance for him. But honestly, I don't. I don't really know what's wrong with the team, if if you can say that, because I feel. I feel like they have all the pieces to honestly be a Super Bowl contender. I just don't know, like, what's going on here. And I, I just have to say, they're lucky. I feel like they're lucky to have two wins right now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just it's just the new stuff. They can't really get it to come together. And it's just – it kind of seems like the same situation as in Carolina. Like, Carolina, mm-hmm. for example, they, they could have been good, but just so many things had to fall in place. And I kind of feel like in Denver – just again, so many things had to fall in place. Would Russell Wilson be good? Would Jerry Judy and those other receivers would they be able to come out and play well? What like how would the defense respond again? Like just all these different things. If they were able to do pretty well with it, they would make it. But you just they're not falling into place right now. So you just it's just not yeah. it's just not able to come together. Yeah, and especially it it like for me, I didn't understand why their previous coach had gotten fired. And look, like he, he was he, doing well. Like was, with, with considering what he had, he was yeah. doing well. And I, I think if he had the opportunity to coach this team this year, they would be in a much better place than they are yeah, right now. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I think, I think it's kind of the same situation as uh Flores in in Miami. He would, they right. were, it was. I feel like they were both both the Dolphins and the Broncos. They're like they're taking too long to try to become good, but they were at that doorstep of like we are about to knock the door down, and make the playoffs. Like you had the year last year where the Dolphins were nine and eight, missed the playoff by one game, and then the year before, while they weren't very good, they they kicked the Patriots. Like I don't know if they kicked them out of the playoff, but they they put them in the wild card or whatever 
kicked them down yes. a seed, and then they proceed to get destroyed. Um, and so I feel like they were able to beat their rivals in a relatively poor year, and then they were able to come out and be, go 9-8. and eight. I just feel like in both situations, it's like you're making improvements, but where are the playoffs? Exactly, yeah. yeah. I feel the same way with both of these teams. It's just, you know, it, it might even get to the point, because you mentioned that, like, the Panthers have been in kind of like a five-year rebuild. Is that is that correct? Yeah, and I'm I'm getting I'm getting concerned. They're gonna they're about to say screw it, we're rebuilding again. Yeah, and you know, like it's it. I don't I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like if I was a Panthers fan, I'd be kind of disappointed. We've already been oh, in a rebuild. Yeah. Like, yeah, like six different quarterbacks. So and... long, and then you're just like, so now we're just tanking, but we didn't even get anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah, know. I know exactly I just, what you're saying. I, I mean, I don't know the 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 Bronco the Broncos really went all in on Russell Wilson. They gave up uh, their first round picks for the next, I believe, three years. And you know, this in going into week seven, there's for me at least, there's a bunch of concerns with everything. Yeah, I I agree. Like just and yeah, like going back on on Carolina side, like there, it's just similar situations, like. We have the tools. The defense is decent. It's like twelve, like ten to twelfth in the league, in my opinion. It's it's solid. It's good enough to win you games. And then just over the course of the offense, in the past like three years, you've had Cam Newton. You and then you get rid of Cam Newton. You have Sam Darnold. You have P.J. Walker. You have Baker Mayfield. You bring back Cam Newton. It's like two rounds of Cam Newton and like five other quarterbacks. And now this year, it's like, what's going on with Baker? You feel like he should be at least solid. And I would really like to see Baker. I feel like he's being too tentative with himself I honestly would rather see him um throw more touchdowns and more interceptions or more interceptions but that come along with more touchdowns and more yards than have him having like one touchdown one interception and like 150 yards a game because you're not going to win a game without taking any risks at all and it, when those risks come out you're going to get three or four touchdowns and really the season has been a consistent letdown because I felt like the week one game, we scored 24 points. We barely – we lost on, like, a 59-yard field goal. Like, like what – like, we close. We was – we hung in there. And then the next week, it's a, it's like a 50-something from Graham Gano. So it's – and then now the Giants are 5-1, so you feel like not a bad loss there. And then we win a game, so it's like a two-point loss, a three-point loss, and a win. So, like, hey, we, we could still be pretty good, but it sounds just a toilet bowl. <laughs> it's so yeah, – it's just – I know. Yeah. And going back – uh, I'm going to make my last point about Monday Night Football, but going back to what you said about uh, Baker Mayfield, him having you know one touchdown, one interception, I feel like that's exactly how Russell Wilson is playing right now. Yeah, and you know they're they're even scoring less points than the Panthers. I, I know it's and, a, they seem like a the same less team. functional offense than the Panthers. Yeah, I, I I just I need to see them get a couple more weapons on the offensive end, and just I want to go all in with Matt Corral next year. <laughs> And just okay. just see, see just see what he's able to do because it can't be any worse than what's going on right now, you know. Like right. you just yeah. you can't you can't do wrong when you're when you've gone through like six quarterbacks in two years or three years. Like it's it's kind of a problem when you've gone through three times the amount of quarterbacks as years played. And and so, yeah. but it, yeah, but really just a recap on the Monday Night Football game. A little bit boring. I don't know who's scheduling these games. And the Chargers, we even we didn't spend a lot of time on the Chargers. Uh, Herbert struggling, it seems like a little bit the last couple of games, um, yeah, and just the whole team in general. Like what's injury? What'd you say? Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but he was, no, you're good. He's still, you know, still 
kind of recovering from that rib Yeah, injury. that's true. That's true. But at, at this point, next week, he should, if he's not firing on all c- cylinders, there could be some questions whether that's the injury or not, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I agree. But I, I just pulled up the Alabama game, and it's the video of them throwing the goalposts into the river. And I think I can watch oh. this like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I can watch oh, hold this up. like. I'm watching this right now, too. <laughs> I'll edit this in for the viewers. Yeah, do it. I I think I can watch this like seven times before before being that like that guy who's just riding the goalposts. Yeah, and then and then they're like shoving it into the river and like eleven o'clock <laughs> at night or ten o'clock whatever or I don't know what time it was like nine o'clock but whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but on a serious note, if we come in and we talk about this game, it's a game where the one game so far that you feel like. Pre-game, a lot of people think, hey, Tennessee, they got a shot. They're, they can knock off Alabama for the first time in, like, 16 years. And then they come in. They're coming out firing, and they're up, like, 28 to 10. And then you're like, okay, okay. it's, it's It might be as 21 to 7 after the first quarter, 28 to 10 at some point. And then it's 28 to 20. And then it's 15 to 6 in the third quarter for Alabama, and Tennessee's losing. They have that fumble on the miss snap, and you're like, oh, no, are they going to blow this? They've waited forever for this, and then now are they about to blow it? But then they come out the end with a – like, it was such a UVA field goal, but he made it anyways. And so, like, they won. I mean, I, that's really all that matters in this situation, but it's right. like it was such a topsy-turny game. And if after that game, if Hinden Hooker isn't in the um, Heisman race, I don't know – who should be winning the Heisman because five touchdowns, only one pick, 385 yards, like a 70% completion percentage almost, um, and a win over number three Alabama. I don't really know what else there is to um, do to put him into that conversation. Yeah. Uh, it, what a game. I was, you know, I was watching it on and off. I had, I had a few things to do that day, but <laughs> I did see the end of the game, and it was crazy. I saw multiple – I don't want to hype, uh, just go all over just the field goal, but I saw multiple angles of that field goal. And if that was like a yard or two longer of an attempt, that was not going in. Such yeah, a, like no. A I, I, yeah, they barely got over the bar. Yeah, um, but as you said earlier, Heisman performance by Hinden Hooker. I mean, honestly, great performances by both quarterbacks in both – teams offensively yep. maybe not defensively but no yeah like yeah. create honestly we it got to the point where in the uh, in the fourth quarter it was like you know Alabama goes up 49 42 and it's like you know yeah if if you yeah if you, if you follow college football enough you know that's the point where like they're, they they always find a way to pull it out right yeah they kind of pull away you know game gets boring at the end but yeah Tennessee showing the resilience to score um, to score 10 unanswered to win the game was a lot, was very good and, um, you know, yeah, and, and, the playoff or even national championship. Contest. Yeah. And I also, the other thing, two more things that you can't disregard it. It's not even so much about the touchdowns and the stats from him and hooker. It's more about the, that throw that he made at, with like five seconds left to get into field goal range. That's just, that's something that shows the toughness that shows the, the 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 grit and like the just the commitment if you know what I mean like the commitment to make that throw um and just like the clutch like the ice in his veins type of thing right and And he sorry go ahead no no you're you're good just keep going 
uh, he really looked like an NFL quarterback in that game. Like his throws were just incredible. Like I, I, I didn't expect that out of him. I'm not saying he was bad. He's a bad quarterback at all by any means. I think he's a great quarterback. Yeah, but he he just went above and beyond. He outdueled Bryce Young. Expectations. He out he outdid Bryce Young, and so like the <laughs> Trophy winner. Yeah, know? exactly. And one more thing that we can definitely not disregard is Jalen Hyatt's five touchdowns, like 260 yards or whatever, 200 some yards here. What what is it? Receiving Alabama yeah. 207 yards. Five touchdowns, a 78-yard reception that I think went for a touchdown, uh, 48-yard touchdown, five of his catches were touchdowns. How many times can we say right. touchdown? Yeah, because say. it was just touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. And uh right. <laughs> every every single one of his uh of Hinden Hooker's touchdown passes were to Jalen Hyatt. I, I know, but they maybe they should maybe they should be drafted together. Yeah, I know maybe what but well. like J- Jamar Chase and uh well, Joe Jamar Burrow. Jason, what's his name? And Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty, I guess. Um, but Boom. yeah, like what what is Alabama doing? You have to be wondering how could Nick Saban and all those uh five stars running around the field for Alabama, how could no one or Bill O'Brien, how could none of them figure out, hey, what about this Jalen Hyatt guy, right? Like, how could they have not figured out like what are we gonna do to even slow him down? We're not gonna stop him, but what are we gonna do to slow him down? Yeah, exactly, and that 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 was that was the question marks on the defensive end. You know, Bill Bill O'Brien is Alabama's offensive coordinator, but like, yeah, you know, they still come. Oh, I mean, wait, that, that's bad. Okay, especially, yeah. but like, no comment. Know, he has he has head coaching experience, especially in the NFL. And like, I, I mean, defensive you know, coordinator, whoever their defensive coordinator is, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> you know, after after a couple of touchdowns. And especially after a couple of receptions, you know, like what, what, what is everybody doing? Like, you know, after like, for me, when I played football, it was like, after this guy had a few good receptions and he's like the main target, you know, we may start double teaming him, but yeah. Or doing something. He absolutely. They're beating him deep, play more zone, play more, drop back a little bit more. So just to like, you'd rather give up the five or six yards every single time. If you have to, then then give up the 78-yard touchdown. Yeah, and you have to wonder if at halftime maybe Nick Saban was doing more yelling than coaching. If you know Yeah, I, mean. I know, just like venting to his players. And uh, obviously, right. I mean, it did something. Like They obviously outscored him for the most part in the after the first quarter, but not enough to pull it around and get the win. And, and I mean, but all I could say is still is, and you know you have to agree with this, UVA – Owens Hendon Hooker still, and I don't care what you say. You know, they did. They went out on a win versus Hendon Hooker. Yeah, so I, I mean, will give you that. Yes, you have to give me that. The strip sack in the end zone. All I'm saying is UVA still owns Hendon Hooker. Obviously, Brennan is to no caliber of Hendon Hooker right now. Um, maybe, maybe last season he would have been, but um, but to right now, obviously Tennessee is lengths better than most teams in the whole country. But 2019. UVA owns Hinton Hooker. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> and but but really after this kind of like main event thing, is there any like team or like specific type thing they want to talk about? Because like like Syracuse, for example, they're a team that I want to see. I almost want them to be Clemson. I want a new team up there. And it's weird. You know, I don't know if you how much you followed ACC football over the yeah. course of the past few years, but Syracuse, good or bad, always seems to have like 
something that allows them to stay in when they're playing Clemson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I, I do follow ACC football pretty uh, a lot. So I don't know the word that I was trying to say, but yeah, I always I, I remember Clemson has been good. And I just remember multiple years that Syracuse always, always plays close to them. But they can't them. pull it out. Except one year, they did pull it out. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. I think I, I don't but, remember what year it was, but I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, um, on the note of Syracuse, that 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 was a big win at home. You know, you can't really go like, oh, this team's insane yet because you know NC State, their quarterback Devin Leary, he's out for the season. Which yeah. Is really oh wait, was he out them. when they when Clemson played them? Uh, no, no, he was he was still playing when Clemson played them. Okay, yeah, because that would have been bad if uh if he they weren't playing and Clemson brought it so close in. But really, for Syracuse, they're kind of a team that I want to see come forward and prove themselves a little bit more. And another team is is South Carolina. They come off that win against uh, Kentucky. And uh, Kentucky, they got their win over Mississippi State. And if they had lost that game, how disappointing would the season have been? But they got their win over Texas or over Kentucky. Um, and they're now going to go in and play Texas A&M. And if they're able to beat Texas A&M, it's really looking like a 7-2 and two because then they can beat Missouri. They can beat Vanderbilt. Um, really, Tennessee is an L right now. And Clemson, the way South Carolina is playing and the way Clemson's playing, Clemson doesn't seem too terribly like it's going to be an upset. It would be at Memorial Stadium. It would be at Death Valley. But like, it's just it wouldn't be as big of an upset as a lot of people would feel like. Like, I, I just I don't really know if there's anything else you want to say on that. But like, I just feel like it's a very winnable schedule for them because they have Texas A&M, which they can win at home, Missouri at home, which they can win, Vanderbilt, and Florida's four and three. So, but so I just feel like it's a very winnable schedule for them. It, they can be a, like a surprising team this year. Got yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they def- <laughs> they definitely could. They just it's it's just gonna come down to Spencer Rattler. Yeah, I agree because they that's exactly right. Like they're four and two right now with how Spencer Rattler's playing, and so. So, yeah, so, like, just the way with Spencer Rattler, if he's able to step it up, they're a top 15 team if they can hold out these games that they should win. And so, just really, obviously, with the tough schedule, top two top five teams um, to end the season. But, like, just so much – there's so much potential in this team that I want to see it happen. Like, it's just – South Carolina is kind of like – they're my favorite SEC team, to be honest. And so, like, I really just want to see them pull it out. <laughs> I, I don't really yeah, know what else okay. to say on that, but – I just want to see him pull it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And and, what, what do you think? So Ole Miss obviously gets the two touchdown win over Auburn. And why hasn't Brian Harson been fired yet? Facts. I, I heard does. I don't think here. Let me, let me look this up. I don't think Auburn has a defensive or a, a athletic director. So I feel like until they get an athletic director. Oh, wait, do, do they? Okay. As of September 14th, they had one. Wait. Oh yeah, they didn't. They have an interim, so yeah, they don't have an athletic director at the moment, technically. So I I read an article saying that until they find a new athletic director, they can't. They're not going to fire Harson because they they don't want to be kind of in a position in like a bad position. They're like they're not going to fire him until they're able to find someone new. And really, the season's not over yet. It's not going well. But I mean, obviously the tough schedule. They're still three and four. I think if they can get to six and six, if they can win a bowl game. Um, then 
he can maybe stick around. But yeah, I agree with you. Why isn't he fired by now, right now? But I feel like it's just yeah. because they don't have an athletic director at it's, the moment, so they're yeah, not going to make that move. That's what I think now. Now that I'm hearing that, yeah, um, yeah, like you know, hearing that he's probably going to be able to stick around for the rest of the season. Yeah. Probably be fired in the off season. But I mean, you know, it, it, Auburn, you feel like, you feel like Auburn is having an impossible schedule right now, but that's also, it's kind of disappointing because you just, I mean, yeah, Auburn's just not at the level that they should be at. No, I feel like they're better. And so you wonder, you wonder what, what exactly is going on in there that's making it. So, obviously, tough schedule, like you said, but you wonder what's going on in there. And something else I want to talk about is Colorado. Props to their fans because they sold out their 50,000 uh, Folsom Field. They sold it out, and they're, they were 0-5. They're playing a game where they're underdogs by 15 points, and they come out there. They win the game in overtime. Fans storm in the field. They finally won. And uh, just props, props to the – Colorado fans and just like coming out and being able to support their team and and they come out with the win and it so it's just something that's that I kind of like to see. So yeah, it's one yeah. of those uh, student dictated games. It's like you know that everybody knows they suck, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, but they they just want they want to be out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like all in on this one game and then <laughs> if we go one and eleven, we weren't zero and twelve. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, take what you can get. Every yeah, exactly. every FB, F, every FBS team has a win currently. Yep, I agree. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, all right, but to end this off, do you want to let's preview our own teams? Uh, so UVA, they play tomorrow night, seven thirty on ESPN. They get the ESPN game. Totally deserve. Oh, they it. play tomorrow. Yeah, they totally deserve the ESPN game. No sarcasm in my voice at all. Um, yeah. and. I finally, after six games, started to lose hope a little bit. Not in the defense. It's just they need to get over 20 points a game, and then they're in good shape. They're 0-3 in the conference, and if they can beat Georgia Tech, I feel like Georgia Tech is a completely winnable game. I feel like Louisville's better than Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech isn't that good. UVA usually beats Georgia Tech, so if they would have beat Georgia Tech, how many times do I get to say Georgia Tech, I feel like? Um, then they could come home. They can play a not very good Miami team. Miami's not that good. Only beat Virginia Tech by six. And I'm not even just saying that. Tech is two and five. Um, and Miami also lost to Middle Tennessee. So really just winnable games. And so if they're able – I feel like if they're able to come away with Georgia Tech, they can come away with Miami. They can come away with Coastal Carolina, and they can come away with Virginia Tech. Because really, it's just – I feel like it's not that tough of a schedule to be honest. So if they were to get their act together, then like no reason why they can't squeak in six and six. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think I was looking at the schedule er- earlier today. And I was like, you know, Georgia tech, they need to win. This is a must win game. Yep. Like if, if uh, obvious, that's obvious by now, but like if they lose this game, then you're starting to get to the point where it's just like all in on beating tech rather than we can still potentially. Yeah, because I, I don't see if they were to lose to Georgia tech, there's no way they're beating North Carolina and Pitt. Right. And I think, I think, I think they can beat Georgia tech. They can beat Miami right there. They're four and four. They're back in it. I think they take a loss to North Carolina, four and five, take a four loss. Four and six. Yeah. Four and six. And then I think they, I think both of 
Coastal, Coastal Carolina is not that good. They're an easy oh, schedule, the and they, they lost did. to like they got destroyed by ODU, a team that UVA beat. They lost yeah, by yeah, they yeah. lost by thirty points. I'm okay, pretty sure. So yeah, I mean, if if they if if UVA can beat Georgia Tech in Miami, it, honestly, if they can just win, if they can beat Georgia Tech and then they win either Miami, North Carolina, or Pitt, I think they can make a bowl game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's just, it's, it's just, just so, it so comes down to things like, oh, it's just been so disappointing. I missed the air raid already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> Brennan would be thriving right now. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, okay. And it's all because of Tony Elliott. <laughs> all right, and go, Women Mary. Towson sucks. The 15.1 for Women Mary. You think so? Yes. I think, uh, it, it. I feel like after our last road game at Stony Brook, I, I'm feeling a little bit less confident. That's true. Us, Stony but, Brook is even worse than Towson. But it, it was rainy. It was a very long trip. And I think I think we can – another thing that worries me a little bit is the bye week, but I think we can end up – we'll end up, you know, kind of struggling in the first quarter, maybe it's the first half in general. But then we'll pull it out and end up winning yep. our leg. Because y'all – 30. <laughs> Yeah, y'all are going to have to play some good games here because really the Richmond game, was that considered a rivalry game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, that is our number one rival. Okay, yeah, because if you look at Udinsky right now, I know they're – Richmond, at least what I've seen, they're the epitome of slant boys, but uh, Udinsky is 14 touchdowns to two picks and 1,600 yards, uh, playing pretty good. So I feel like that's going to be a high-scoring game. Right, right and, uh, you know – it's 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 the Capital Cup game. It's uh, it, we are still a little salty from last year. They knock off of the Commonwealth us. Cup, not a knockoff, yeah, but they, they stole the name basically. <laughs> act, well, actually, this this rivalry is older than the Commonwealth. Cup. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, so yeah, last last year I was at the game. Um, we Richmond was up twenty. And he froze. We love it when you freeze. Everyone's surprised. And then we just um, lost game. It's yeah. not happy. Yeah. We did. Wait, but, you all uh, lost to them last year? Oh, that's yes, right. I do remember that. I was like 20 to 17 or whatever. Yeah, that was the final score. And especially the year prior, we had won the Capital Cup in double overtime. So we this is this is a big revenge game for the tribe. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I, I don't have anything to talk about right now. Sorry for the shorter episode, but uh, we're both, or at least I am, a little bit tight on time. And uh, we honestly just most important things were knocked out of the way for the most part, especially in the college football world. Um, yeah, and yeah, and we can just we'll just go, go again. We'll a, come. Uh, we'll come back again soon. Don't worry. Wait, hold on, but I'm just gonna go through a couple of quick top headlines before we uh, get off here. Um, all right. So all right. Yankees uh, clinch. And move on to the uh, ALCS after. Uh, oh, the Stanton. Guardians had to sell. Stanton, Stanton hit a three-run home run that got the Yankees out early. They ended up winning that game five-one. Um, Wilson, after the uh, game, he's a day-to-day injury. Says the Broncos with a ham is with a after a hamstring MRI. Okay. Um, uh, I believe Tua's brother, whatever his name is. At Maryland, Paulia? I yes, he is a he got hurt, but he's he will be game time decision for their game this weekend. 
And uh, NBA basketball starts tonight. Currently, the score: Sixers, Celtics. Sixers are fifty uh, to forty-five with the Celtics. But that's it for me. All right, yeah, good, good, good headlines. Uh, w headlines, uh, pretty good. Definitely yep, relevant. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think we 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 knocked out a good episode, yeah, and we- uh, I hope you all enjoyed that episode. First video on YouTube, Evan. You better edit it and get it uploaded now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, do it whenever you can. Um, I'm gonna and- do a good job, so I mean, it's gonna take a little while. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's that's better. Quality over over uh, quickness. Absolutely. Plus, yeah, it will yeah. be on, it will be out on Spotify before it's out on YouTube. That's true. Exactly. Which is more important. Yeah, exactly. Just getting it out there. Yeah, but yeah, good episode, Evan. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, again. Yeah, thank awesome. you for coming on again, and I will uh, talk to you soon. All right, see. Ya. All right, see you tomorrow. <laughs>